All right. It is 6 p.m. You have taken all of the time that you have to meet as many contacts as you have had time to meet with. Uh, You've just got a couple loose ends you've got to tie up before you go to the party. You've got to go pick up those rickshaws and get them to Ford Kane. You've got to work with him to coordinate the whole cattle stampede. You've got to go pick up Stella, and then you've got to figure out the disguises plan that you all have. So um, what are we doing first? Now, I believe it would be a good idea to um, split the party, as it were. Oh, great. Yeah. I was thinking, Prospector Pete and myself, we could head to Gallagher, and then we could get the rickshaws, deliver them to Ford Kane, and sort of set up that enterprise. Whereas Jacques and Nelly Joe, you could... Nelly Joe? Oh, I'm fancy. I just pictured <laughs> you going to Gallagher's, getting all the rickshaws, connecting them all to the back of you like a centipede. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Together. A centaur centipede. Centaur centipede. That's a different movie. <laughs> yeah, it is a different movie oh for goodness. sure. Actually, that gives me a great idea for the next one shot. <laughs> Great. Cool. I'm out. I'm not in that one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And then, and then where are Nelly Joe and Jacques going? We'll go pick up Stella. um, But maybe before we do all that, since Jacques and I are pretty good with disguises, maybe we can kind of help everyone get their costumes on. Not costumes. Disguises. Disguises uh, for the heist. I'd have to go to a party poorly dressed. (laughs) Okay, so why don't we start with Jacques and Nelly Joe and your disguises. Uh, are you going to get the disguises together? Or are you going to go uh, pick up Stella first? Uh, I mean, I already have a disguise kit. Jacques, I assume you do too. Oh, I never leave a house without one. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. What do these disguises look like? Yeah. Remind me what you're, who you're trying to look like. Well, f- I mean, we got to make Sam and Prospector Pete look like a firework professionals firework artists okay and what does that look like can you i'm sorry can you just like give me like a brain picture like a roadie and a pyrotechnic (laughs) i'm gonna start by burning off sam's left eyebrow okay (laughs) okay that is understandable unless you prefer the right (laughs) uh no that's fine i'll be one eyebrow uh, i'm fully equipped to make any kind of firework (laughs) i don't need i like I, I I do this all the time. What yeah. else am I supposed to look like? Pete, you're already covered in soot. You got patchy <laughs> burn marks all over your body. I, honestly, I, I couldn't have done better myself. Well, thank you. Pete, in <laughs> fact, I just noticed you half of your beard is gone. I never <laughs> noticed that before. Well, you know, it's a, a fire loves a beard. <laughs> beard doesn't love a fire. It's tough. <laughs> I, I have heard that before, Pete. I have heard that. I'm giving uh, Sam Fargo a jumpsuit uh, that that covers the front half of his body. And on okay. the front, it says, our business is safety. But on the back, it says, no horsing around. And I try to make it so can't see it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, too good. Uh, great. Okay. So is it jumpsuits for everybody? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, Sean, I am Pete and Fargo. so impressed Pete and Fargo. by what you have bequeathed me with. This is, this is fantastic. And it uh, is able to be removed uh, at a quick fashion, much like the burlesque girls down at the uh, tavern. Oh, 
Know a lot yeah. about that, Jacques? I am versed in all manner of fabric. I'm just kidding. I've seen you there every night. <laughs> I know you well, never noticed me sitting over in the corner. You're a little distracted. And you're a little short. <laughs> Aren't you a little short to be a stripper? <laughs> I'm not there to strip. I'm there to enjoy the scenery just like you are. That's what I say every time I go to the grocery store. <laughs> Well, I suppose the quick detachable is safe. You know, if it catches on fire or something, you want to be able to avail yourself of all of your clothes in short manner. And underneath, (laughs) put on your get up escape. All right. Giddy up escape. (laughs) So I will go ahead and Jacques again. Thank you so much. This is fantastic. I am going to put some clothes over the top of this. So that as I'm going through town, nobody quite sees me with all of this on. Pete, you could maybe, um, actually, you look fine just the way you is. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I just realized, have you been wearing clothes this whole time? Have you been wearing like a brown UPS outfit on the top? <laughs> 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 oh, those four little shorts? <laughs> brown shorts. <laughs> the smart tennis shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I never considered what sort of clothes I may or may not be wearing, but yes, absolutely. Sam Fargo, what color is your fur? Is it brown? Horses have hair. Yeah, it's not fur. Yeah, I think it, I think it's brown with like a white with with like white spotting. You know, nice. Yes. You're gonna yeah. fit right in with the cows. Where's the white spotting? <laughs> oh, sorry. Actually, I am white with uh, random black spots all over. Okay, great. And- <laughs> These are brown cows, actually. Sorry. Oh, I'm brown with. <laughs> uh, okay, that's great. Sounds good. Um, so you look beautiful. You've got Thank your. You. Yeah, you've got your delivery outfit over your jumpsuit. And uh, are you ready to head He's over got to a stripper uniform on a stripper uniform? <laughs> <laughs> They're all tear away with Velcro. <laughs> it's actually Velcro. a hook what and loop. Invention. We cannot pay. Oh, you're right. Velcro. We can't say Velcro. Yeah. Uh, Pete, why don't you go ahead and uh, hop in my rickshaw here? I believe you might slow me down. Otherwise, How nice. we can head straight on to Gallagher's. All right. So you approach Gallagher's hardware store and you hear before you go in, you hear hammering and pounding from around the back. So you kind of assume that they're back there working on those rickshaws. As you come around the corner, you see Gallagher, you see Ford Kane. And you see a young girl just hammering away on a fleet of brand new, nice looking rickshaws. Well, I'll be. Those are some fine looking rickshaws. Those Gallagher are looks fantastic. Yeah. And he sees you and he says, oh, welcome back. I was wondering if I would see you soon. Thank you very much. We, uh, me and Ruby here have been working on these all day. Ruby. Now tell me more about Ruby. Oh, I've never met you before. You seem fantastic. You seem beautiful and buoyant. (laughs) She looks up at you and kind of (laughs) stares for a minute and then looks down. She doesn't say anything. And and Gallagher looks at you and he says, oh, uh, she doesn't she doesn't talk. Um, But you're right. She is beautiful and she is buoyant. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not a witch. Definitely not a witch. Uh, Why and did I Ford, say Ford Kane, <laughs> Ford Kane says, well, it's nice to see y'all again. I went ahead and coordinated with our friend Gallagher here, and I've got our whole fleet of cattle right over there on the other side of the street, all ready to go for you. 
Well, Ford Kane, thank you so much. I, I absolutely. You have taken the initiative. You must have rolled some sort of 20 or something because you are just fantastic. <laughs> you are reading our minds. Now, nobody saw you bring all these cattle. Actually, it's important that everybody saw you bring all these cattle over here. <laughs> well, I wasn't really thinking about it, but uh, yeah, I'm sure people saw. Oh, that's very interesting. And I will just keep that in mind. So, and thank you both so much. My goodness, look at these rickshaws. They are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hold on just a second. We're actually just, we're almost done. I got a couple nails left. And on his back, he's got slung what looks like a literal musket. And he pulls it around to the front and he's like, well, the Blakey sisters went and got these uh, this here nail gun back from, uh, you know, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so thank you for that. I pre- I heard all about what happened and my mom uh, got all her stuff back and got here this nail gun back. And he loads it just like a musket and then walks up to the final rickshaw and just goes, Doo! and he's like, well, they're all done for you. And now we got to roll to see how many finished. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> There is a total of 10 cows. But I heard a lot of ni- different numbers of cows. I did too. Yeah. And I went back and I listened up. But what Drew's going to do is he's going to say, you agreed on eight rickshaws plus uh, a D6 of, of more. And so that's how many cows you have. <laughs> that's how it's going to yeah, work. I believe that the cow number was X where X is the number of rickshaws. I think yes, that's exactly. correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so you started with eight. And I'm going to roll a D6 here to see how many you end up with. Just two. All right. I mean, that's fine. You've got 10 now. That's You've 10. got a total of 10 rickshaws uh, at your disposal. 10 rickshaws, nine cows, and a bull. Plus your rickshaw. So 11 total. Wow. 10 whole rickshaws. That's the exact number of cows we've got. That is just fine work that you've <laughs> both done here. Thank you so much. Thank you for your cattle. Thank you for your work on the rickshaws. Now, absolutely. Also, if you got an extra rickshaw, I got Betsy. Betsy can always pull a rickshaw. <laughs> I I didn't, but you know what? I've got one. You can borrow mine as long as you promise not to, you know, mess it up. To be honest, I could probably build a rickshaw in like ten minutes. I, but I yeah, mean, you can go ahead and do that. that. Great. No, no, well, all right. <laughs> Sounds awesome. like we've got ourselves a little rickshaw mini game here. <laughs> he walks over nope, to. No, nope, uh, we certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over to a small like shack at the back of the property and he opens it up and uh, pulls out a rickshaw and it is bright red, unlike the others. And on the back of it, you see a bumper sticker that just says, I like psych. That's a joke for one person. That's a joke for exactly <laughs> one person, but yeah, it's but staying we're leaving in. it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, <laughs> for the one person that's not going to listen to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you say we hook that one up to Betsy? Oh, yeah. Betsy, she's the finest. Well, well, she's pretty good. Well, <laughs> she's my mechanical steed. Did you fix that problem with Betsy, by the what way, problem? No, it's not a problem at all. She's, yeah, I, she's great. I think canonically that last ad took place before this, so well, we got yeah, Betsy working. Yeah. Well, no, she looked like she wasn't working, but honestly, the prize money wasn't really worth the whole trip. So I just I faked the whole thing. 
<laughs> also, I got paid to lose, if you know what I mean. That is interesting. <clears throat> that is not the story that I wrote, but I love the twist that you put on it. Well, you know, you, the whole story is never told. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Ford Kane walks up to you and he says, so what exactly do you need me to do? Give me the lowdown. All hmm. right. So here's the story, Mr. Kane. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Mr. Ford Kane. Mm-hmm. What we need you to do is round mm-hmm. about nine o'clock. There's going to be some fireworks wait, going wait, wait, on wait, over hold, at the- Hold on, hold on. All right. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a little notepad and starts writing it down. All right, all right, go ahead. You're going to feel pretty silly when I get to the end of this plan, but yeah, you go ahead and write it down. Um, so round about nine o'clock, there's going to be mm-hmm. a fireworks show at the Nathaniels Estate. Mm-hmm. And what I need you to do is make sure that all of these cattle are going to get there right as those fireworks are going off. Do you understand me? Okay, just get right up to the gate. Just, I just need him to keep going past it, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be over at the other end, and I'm gonna make sure that I bring them all back around town. Don't you even worry about that. I'll take care of that on my okay. end. So, so right during the fireworks show, you just need all these cattle to stampede right past the front gate. <laughs> oh, that is exactly right. Because I'm gonna put some. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and deposit some party favors among all of these rickshaws. And okay. I don't want you guys to watch because I don't want you to spoil the surprise, but they'll be surely loaded up with party favors. All and right. so, you know, however far we are from the Nathaniel's estate and however much time that takes, I just need you to plan for them to be there exactly when those fireworks are going off. Does that okay. make sense, sir? I can do that. I'll be there with them on my horse and my. Nope. Ca- nope. 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 Well, how are they going to get there then? Well, uh, you see, uh, once you get there, I'm there, old Mr. Kane. Mm-hmm. Just take off. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if I just take off, they're just going to start grazing. Well, that's cool. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. No, actually, Pete, that's not cool. If they just well, start grazing, that actually might be a problem. I mean, well, look, I don't know what y'all are up to, but I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. Now, what we're up to... <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Actually. Hey, Pete. You think we should bring yeah. this fella in on it? Ford Kane's a cool fella. Well, here's the thing, Sam. You're the sheriff. That's an interesting point. Let's make him a deputy. <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. You, you got that star? You you got that star, right? Of course I've got that. Ooh, hey, yeah. Mr. Ford Kane, yeah. now, and I flash my sheriff's badge, which I guess is inside of my UPS. Sheriff. <laughs> 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 now, look at this. I am the sheriff here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Since we, what happened to Sheriff Grant? Uh, it's a recent development. Not all. It's old news. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it. You know, it's all politics these mm. days. But right. I was thinking if you'd like to be my deputy and maybe your first task could just be making sure that this goes exactly correct. Make sure that these cattle go stampeding during those fireworks. Mm-hmm. And as they get past the Nathaniel's estate, you understand, you just bring them right back home. Okay. You don't stop for nothing. All right. You don't worry about nothing. I will take care of anything in between there. I'll make sure all the party favors get out. I'll make sure anything that needs to happen in between there gets out because I am your sheriff and you are my finest deputy. 
What do that you think sounds of that? great to me. These uh, these heifers need some exercise anyway, so it's gonna be good. I am so glad to hear that. Now, don't you forget about putting the uh, the straw bale dummies on top of them. And oh, everything. is that what those were? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I walked into my barn earlier today, and I was like, "Damn, what's all these?" All right, I knew something was up. And then on the bowl, you're going to put that uh, sort of special dummy you had for enemies. Yeah. So that one looks just extra fine. All right. I can do that. All right. Now, it is going to cost you two gold to be my deputy. Uh, Nope. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That was just a, you know, I was testing your gumption. For the badge. Yeah, I knew it was a test. Ah, pass with flying colors. Yes, you sure did. Yeah. What do you say we go to the next scene? All right. Well, uh, good luck, and uh, I'll see you soon. I'll be around. I'll be down there exactly when you told me to. I love that. And Gallagher says, well, good luck with uh, whatever you're up to. I've had a a long, long day, so I'm just going to go ahead and go take a nap, and I'll probably be down at the saloon later. Maybe I'll catch you there. The Goonie Saloony. Yes. All right. Thanks, Gallagher. Thank you so much, Gallagher. And Ruby? You are beautiful, and I love you so much. (laughs) She smiles really big and kind of giggles. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, hey Sam, can I be your deputy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Pete. Oh my god. Nothing gosh. would make me happier than to have you as my deputy. No, no, that was a joke. I know you're not the sheriff, Sam. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, did, did Ford Kane hear that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, Pete no, no, himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you said it. You no, said no, it. No, you know, this is like, of you know, there's no visual, but this Nothing's is like gonna as, happen. I'm not going <laughs> to screw you guys. This is All right, as they're fine. walking You're away right, from okay. the scene. Make them do it. Don't <laughs> let them bully you like that, DM. Come on. Come on. No, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. It's fine. Uh, he wouldn't have said it until they walked when away. When somebody attacks me, can I just not want to deal with it? Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> 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 That's our transition to the next scene. Jacques and Nellie Joe, you roll up to the theater where Stella is waiting outside. Uh, you see she's in her natural form this time, which is a very androgynous looking average height being with bluish white skin. Oh my God, I wrote bluish shite skin. That's not right. <laughs> oh, that's staying in, baby. You're going to have to that. You know. <laughs> Total shite. As, <laughs> as soon as she sees... As soon as she sees Nellie Joe, she just lights up and she goes, Nellie Joe, I'm so glad to see you as always. Hello. Well, hello, darling. Oh, I sure missed you. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am so excited for this bit of improv. Oh, you are going to do so good, baby. I can't wait to see it. So as we uh, so will you tell me exactly what you need from me as we make our way to the estate? So no greeting. I can see a good opinion. <laughs> is. Oh, Jacques, you're here. Oh, I'm you sorry. So oh. easily bestowed. It is something for me to win then. Hello. I'm sorry. I'm just so smitten by Nellie Joe. I can't look at anything else. She is a little firecracker. Yes, she is. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes. Well, still, um, 
how about we start heading that way and we'll fill you in. All right. So uh, we're going to go in the side door. We know there happen to be a couple of guards there. Okay. So your uh, your first challenge, not that it will be for you, uh, is to get the guards away from the door. Ooh. Now, yeah. Now, Jacques, we had a couple ideas. Uh, we're thinking either you could uh, perhaps look like Nathaniel's himself mm. and dismiss Devilish. the guards from duty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, or perhaps you could disguise yourself as another guard, but we weren't sure if you knew what the other guards looked like. Well, as soon as I see one, I'm sure I'll be able to turn right into right, it. Right, right. So maybe you will have to be Nathaniel's for the first one because you know what he looks like. Jacques, what do you think? I do. I haven't seen him in quite some time. I could do my best impression, though. It might not be perfect unless I can go see him in person before we start. Mm. <laughs> but I can do my best. I have oh sketched, boy. Uh, I have sketched a series of flashcards for you to memorize. <laughs> First one is Nathaniel's. Uh, the next one are the series of orc guards you might run across. There's a crudely drawn uh, stick figure drawings of orcs with multiple different types of oh, weapons. No, don't show her that. Don't show her that. <laughs> uh, this, Estella. It's a very accurate representation of what we might encounter. It's quite good. Yes. Um, Stella's a very visual person. I think we want those to be a little more accurate if she's going to take them. Check. If you get me, if you get me here. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, that's a seven. Nelly Joe roll opposite of that. I mean, I want him to know what I'm saying. I just don't oh, well, want don't. Stella okay. to know. Great. Okay. I mean, I'm subtly trying to tell you she's not the best. And we don't want like... We don't want to give her any uh, incorrect images. That gotcha. Might... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll deception for me then. <laughs> okay. We'll see, we'll well, see no, how she I feels I don't want to hurt that. her feelings. Oh, okay, good. Uh, uh, that is a 27. Oh, okay. Gee, I really luck. care about her feelings. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a 28. And that is a <laughs> 15. So she definitely <laughs> believes you. She goes, yes, I will do just fine. You're going to do so good. We just need... Jacques's not the best artist, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Well, I did not have as much... You know, let us proceed. <laughs> These flashcards were a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> They're All good right. for you, Jacques. You can look at them. Oh, good for you. All right, you make your way to the Nathaniel's estate. You find yourself uh, up the road. Uh, do you meet up beforehand, the four of you? Or are you going to meet up at like the front gate? We're gonna I meet think up. Me and Jock are just going in. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we really have a plan to meet up until everything's popping off. We we go in a bit <laughs> later though, uh, or, or right. at the same time. Yeah, okay. that's the one. <laughs> Let me delete some stuff then. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's the is same fine. time. But we're just gonna throw throw whatever's in the safe if it's not too fragile. We're just gonna kind of toss it out the window. Yep. Right. I hope there's well, a so we're not really gonna We have a pulley system. We have a pulley system. Oh, yeah. fancy. Block and tackle. <laughs> Some catapults involved. Okay, so who is entering the party first? I believe that's Sam and uh, Stinky Pete. Is that correct? I believe that is correct. Uh, I believe so. Okay, so <laughs> the two of you take a private road just outside of town labeled the Old Town Road. And after a few miles, you approach the Nathaniel's estate. Uh, as you approach the gate, you see an orc standing right in the middle of the path. And then as you're approaching, you see an elven gatekeeper emerge from a small gatehouse to the left of the gate. Uh, he approaches the carriages and he says, Welcome to the Nathaniel's Midsummer Party. May I see your invitations? 
just to be clear, I am not wearing my UPS clothes anymore. Okay, great. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, you see here is, uh, we, we got the fireworks. Oh, the fireworks people showed up forever ago. They've been setting up for the past two or three hours. We're all set there. Well, you see, the thing is, uh, we need, they need extra. We got lots more. Ooh. Turns out Nathaniel's likes a big party. I don't know if you know anything about Nathaniel. I but, do. Uh, he is my boss. Uh, he does like a good show, but I'm sorry. If you don't have an invitation and you're not on the list, I can't just let you in. Well, here, let me show you. I got two sets of firework expert credentials here. Okay, let me see those. What do those look like? Well, you see, the thing is, I have this ability called magical tinkering. Okay. <laughs> I can imbue tiny magical objects. So I have two Psychic sheets. Psychic paper. Of, yeah, I have yeah. two sheets of paper that, or sheets of metal is probably what I deal in. Okay. And they're essentially psychic paper. I can make them read up to 25 words. And so, um, firework engineer can handle lots of explosives very well, <laughs> admit to any parties and or events and or things. It's written in child handwriting. We really didn't letters. consider the fact that Pete would be the one putting the words down, did we? <laughs> we also forgot to load up the rickshaw with fireworks. Oops, no, 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 they're totally loaded up. Okay, great. Um, all right. Well, I would love to see these fireworks. And he starts walking back towards your rickshaw. Well, you see, the thing is, I'm an expert. Let me tell you a little secret. Okay. And I'm listening. Pete leans in real close. I am the firework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's that kind of thing. I see. Well, these are quite convincing fireworks specialist credentials for you being the firework. I'd love it. I love it. But you still aren't on the. You know what? I'll check the list again. What was your name? Well, you see, the thing is, <laughs> I don't know how long you've been doing this job, but uh, things come up, last minute additions, mm -hmm. things don't always go right by the plan. Your boss wanted extra fireworks. If you can, you know, call up your boss and you want to talk to old big old Nathaniels and get this right, I mean, you go right ahead, but... He wanted more fireworks. We got more fireworks. May I ask you a question, Mr. God? I'm sorry, Mr. God? I, well, I mean, I, I do have a name. Yes, oh, what is may it? May I ask it? Sure. My name is Lyco. Now, if I may uh, hmm. interrupt Lyco. Now, the thing is, we're something like firework doctors. Now, when there are firework experts at a sort of spectacular events such mm -hmm. as we find ourselves at yes. and they find that the amount of pyrotechnics that they have on hand is not quite enough mm -hmm. it is insufficient now what they do is they call the firework doctors and that is us sir lyco now okay. that is what we are doing here and i really hate to bring this up but i have met mr nathaniels before and I think he would be quite cross if he found out that his firework display was lacking because the firework doctors could not get 
through the gates. Oh, oh yeah. He oh, looks boy. a little bit nervous. Um, and yeah, I want you to roll deception for me for sure. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's that so oh, great. Sign. That could be awful or that could be great. No, it's mostly awful. <laughs> it's a natural one plus six. Lyco <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. also has a plus six on his perception, and he rolled a 17, so oh, that's a 23. God. He sees right through your crap and he says, Well, it was a really nice try, but you know, this midsummer celebration is for the elite only. I cast Charm Purse. <laughs> so you're going to have to make a wisdom saving throw, beating okay. a 14. Okay. Whew. He does have a plus six on wisdom saves. It's not going to help if he rolls a one. You're right. He rolls another 17. So that is a 23 again? Yeah. Who employed this guy's guard? Come on. So, so he's not charmed by you. Uh, I believe the charm spell, if it fails, he knows you tried to charm him, if I'm remembering correctly. So he goes, oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. You guys can leave. You oh, can leave. No, it was I'm a so nice sorry. try. I, I know you. everybody wants to be oh, a part of the party, gracious. but you, you just can't. I am just such a magical creature being a centaur such as myself that sometimes mm -hmm. magic just escapes me. Mm-hmm. You can leave now. What if I told you I'm the sheriff and I flash my badge? <laughs> okay, before, as you do that, he motions behind him to the orc uh, and, and has him come up and the, the orc kind of stumbles up to you. Saunters? Saunters is better. He saunters up to you. He canters uh, up. The uh, <laughs> sheriff, huh? Okay. Yep. I'm not believing that either. You, you convince me that you're the sheriff. I would love to see this. All right. Have you looked at my badge. I'm the yeah, fireworks have, sheriff. But I also talked to Sheriff Grass earlier today. He was here helping us plan for the party. Where did you see him go? I have been looking all over for him. <laughs> I replaced him. To return his badge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe he went back home. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't invited to the party. Exactly. Not my business why he's just not here. I, re I rear up and hit him with my hooves. What is this guy wearing? So, I mean, he's wearing kind of a servant's outfit. So, you know, a black type of suit with a like, you know, white undershirt. Oh, that's a perfect suit white. to be buried in. <laughs> Does he have any jewelry on or like? Uh... Uh, you know what? Yeah, he does. This guy, this guy's pretty fancy. He's like one of the yeah. top servants at the Nathaniel's estate. Sure. So he's probably wearing a little bit of jewelry. Sure. Yeah. Right. Let's say he's wearing a couple like gold uh, and silver rings. Cool. I cast heat metal on his earring. <laughs> okay, so let's do this in order. Uh, so one of you gets the surprise attack, and then we're rolling initiative. I think Sam Fargo gets that surprise attack. Mm, I think we both talked before you did, so I think we both got the surprise attack. <laughs> so, so Sam, roll for that um, and give me the damage, and we will go from there. We are finally battling in this campaign, which is pretty. I get to open Crazy. my initiative tracker. That's great. I still, I still think it was a simultaneous assault by Sam and I. We like gave each other the nod. We One knew the of gig you gets was a up. surprise attack. <laughs> That's a 13 plus three, 16 to hit. That does hit. Great. Yeah, roll me damage. That's a two. 
<laughs> okay, he's down to 300 HP. Just kidding. Uh, okay, sounds great. So now we're going to roll for initiative. You got your nice little surprise attack there. Um, let's roll initiative. That's a seven. 15 plus zero. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a 15. Lyco got himself an 11. Suck it. <laughs> and the orc got a 19. The orc sees this happen and he's not quite to you yet. So immediately he just throws his javelin directly at you, Sam Fargo. Nice. I mean, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he rolls a 16. Does that hit your AC? That hits my AC, which is a secret. Okay. Keep your secrets. Oh my God. You made a Lord of the Ring joke. Yeah, I did it. Lord of the Ring. Lord of the Ring. (laughs) Singular. (laughs) Yes. There was only one that mattered in that whole story. <laughs> he hits you for four damage. All right. A little bit more than you did. All right. Prospector Pete, oh, but eat you my are up. butt, GM. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the <laughs> that's the DM's way. Uh can I use an incidental to observe the ogre? Uh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see what he looks like. Just roll me um roll me perception. That's a nat 20. Okay. I'm specifically looking for metal. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so he is an orc. He's carrying, was carrying the javelin. Um, he's dressed in servant's clothes as well, which is actually pretty cute. But on one arm, he's wearing this big, thick gold colored bracer. I'd like to cast heat metal on his gold <laughs> bracer. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, great. Give it to me. So I roll a 2d8 fire damage. Great. I think it just, think it just does. I don't think I yeah. do anything. There's no save. That is an eight. So he immediately stops what he's doing. He's almost to you guys, but not quite. And he looks down at his now glowing red hot bracer that he's wearing on his right arm. And he starts going. Uh, he grabs the bracer with his other hand, which then, of course, burns his other hand. Oh, and he goes, double damage, double damage. And he starts flinging his arm, trying to get the thing off. But, of course, it's not going to come off unless he unlatches it. So, so nothing, uh, nothing. He, he is unsuccessful there. Uh, and he basically falls onto his knees trying to get this to this thing off. How far are these guys away from? Like right and pretty close, right? Yeah, you, you guys are directly next to Lyco. Uh, the orc is probably 15 feet away. Coming up to you. As a bonus action, I'd like to let a, a draconic cry. <laughs> from Pete? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A, That's great. It's from his farting uh, coin. What what yeah. does that do? Um from his farting a, coin. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna record this with his coin and just use it later yeah. as an alarm. Uh, I let out a cry at enemies within 10 feet, and until the start of my next turn. I and allies have advantage on attack rolls versus them. Okay. Is that an area of effect thing for everybody? Yeah. Anything in 10 feet. Well, enemies in 10 feet. Oh, enemies within 10 feet. I did say it was yep. 15 feet away. Well, I think they have to be in hearing distance. I think the disadvantage is until next turn. Oh. And that just happens automatically? Uh, yep. Cool. All right. He is afeard of you. Next up is Lyco. So he's uh, he he recoils from that draconic cry and he goes, what in the that came from you, you little. And he turns <laughs> to attack you. Lyco casts searing smite as a bonus action on his javelin. So the next time he hits a creature with this melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, it flares with white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage. And he's going to take this javelin 
and he's going to stab Prospector Pete right through the chest with it. Mm, good luck. <laughs> he rolls at 24. Does that hit your AC? <laughs> I'm I gotta sorry, ask. But it doesn't quite <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, of course that does hit. That is three plus three. That is six damage, three of which is fire damage. Hmm. Uh, about this time, I believe Jacques and Nelly Joe are probably pretty close by and hear this draconic cry. Uh, what do you do? Jacques, did that sound like Pete to you? Oh, Lord. Already. <laughs> he does that Trust in his sleep. Trust them to screw things up, Nelly says as she loads her revolver. And <laughs> revolver? <laughs> what? I've got three of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Nelly has human guns? <laughs> <laughs> I cleared it. <laughs> uh, and Nelly starts quickly but somewhat stealthily making her way over towards the direction of the roar. Jacques gets ready to jump right in the middle of it. Jacques is? All right. Mm -hmm. So let's do this. Um, uh, Nelly Joe, I'm going to have you roll stealth. Um, and if you are successful against Lyco, I'm going to have you jump in the initiative order right away. Otherwise, I'll have you roll initiative. Uh, Jacques, you're going to roll initiative and jump in. I've got a 12 for stealth. Okay. That's with a plus nine, just by the way. Wowza. <laughs> Lyco rolls a 25. Um, so he, he sees you and he goes, oh, what? More, more of them. Uh, and he starts trying to head back. You see that he turns to try and head back to the little gate house. Fireworks. Um, we do fireworks. I don't know why you're making such a commotion out of all of this. We're just firework doctors. So doctors. Nelly Joe and Jock, go ahead and uh, roll me initiative. Yeah, I'll drop right. you right in here somewhere. 18. Jock is right behind her with a 17. All right. As you join the battle, I'm going to say you're probably 15 feet away right now coming up toward them. Um, and Sam Fargo, you're up next. Sam pulls a spear from one of the rails of the rickshaw. It was a false <laughs> rail and he pulls Whoa. it out from the inside. I love that. And That's it is great. a vicious spear. And something else that Sam just realized is he has two attacks per action. Oh. So <laughs> we're going to see how this goes now. And he is going to send it sailing straight into the heart of the orc. Okay, great. Yeah. That is a 20 and a 16. So I believe with advantage, that's a 20 to hit. Does that hit the orcs AC? So let me get this straight. You pulled out a spear and then you threw the spear? Yes. And then you threw a second spear? Well, I rolled with advantage. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing your two attacks at the same time. No, I rolled gotcha, with gotcha, advantage. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, that definitely Although, hits. actually, those are probably good rolls. I could they do that. They are pretty yeah, good rolls. Yeah, I could just do... I could pull two spears from each railing and just if you have them both. Two spears. Of course I have two spears. I have it right here on my character sheet. <laughs> no, I am just going to hit him with one, and I'm going to use my second attack maybe a, a, a bit more strategically. Great. But this one's just because I'm angry. Okay, well, that definitely hits him, so roll me damage. All right. That is a four. I did expect there to be more damage with that. <laughs> sure. 
Uh, okay, the orc takes the... He, he's wearing breastplate armor uh, underneath his his uh, servant outfit. And so the... Whoa! Yeah, so the spear hits him directly in the side. It does... I mean, it hurts him for sure. Um, the spear kind of falls to the side, uh, but you can see it hurt him quite a bit. And all of a sudden, he is he is not looking good. Um, you can see basically you, you're going to... You hit him with a feather and he's down. I pull a second spear from the other false railing of the (laughs) of the rickshaw and I'm going to throw that one at him. Okay, great. Right. That one wasn't very good. So I'm going to roll with advantage. You do get advantage. advantage. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a 20. That's much better than the three. And that that hits for sure. All right. Let's see. Ooh, how does an eight hit you? That hits him. Absolutely. So the spear hits exactly in the same spot that the first one did because you're a good aim. That's and this exactly time, right. This time it makes it all the way through the armor and all the way through his body. And he goes, uh, not, not fair. And he falls forward face first and he is dead, dead. I am not very happy about the outcome of this situation. <laughs> I really did just want to sneak in. Uh, Nelly Joe, you're up. All right, I am going to pull out my revolver and aim at... Lyco sees this thing and he goes, what in the hell is that? I do not like <laughs> the look the of that. It's the last thing you'll see, buddy. <laughs> uh, does a 19 hit. 19 hits. Okay, roll again just in case crit. Nope, okay. Um, I'm going to shoot it. And, and uh, Lyco's within five feet of Pete, right? Yes. They're like right next to each other. Okay. And that means I get sneak attack because I have, well, because I have advantage ball. So just because he's within five feet. Okay. That's good. So I I that is, <laughs> ooh, 24 damage to like a. Holy cow. <laughs> That's so much more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> sneak attack adds 3d6. <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, well, I mean, you are, it is a revolver. So that makes, yeah. where are you going to, sh- you're pretty close to him and you can aim. Where are you going to shoot him? Booth style. Straight Oof. to the heart. Straight to the heart, huh? Yeah. And you're to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, you uh, give elves a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's not wearing as good of armor, but he is wearing some armor. But apparently the light armor is good enough to at least deflect a bullet that doesn't go straight through his heart. Um, but it obviously hurts him quite a bit. Uh, and he he takes the bullet and he k- takes a couple steps back and he goes, oh, what in the God dang hell was that? You could have just let him into the party. Oh, God. That's true. You could have just let us in. Please do not ever, ever do that to me again. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jacques, you're up. Jacques runs, jumps into the air, and lands right in front of Lyco, holding a two-handed longsword. Oh, and uh, there's just kind of a flourish of his clothes as his uh, cape billows. And Jock says, in your next life, remember how great it was to be defeated by one eyed Jock. Uh, (laughs) And he strikes down uh, with the um, well, actually, before he does uh, in this dazzling performance, I'm going to use mantle of inspiration 
So every one of my allies, all four people, uh, get eight temporary HP and can Ooh. move up to their speed without provoking attacks of opportunity. Whoa. Cool. Well. <laughs> and then Omni Slash. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can anybody get behind him? And then I can uh, I can I can flank him if we're doing flanking. Can I flank? Wait, that like you provoke that right Well, now? I guess I get advantage anyways. Yeah, everybody can move right now. I storm past him and like drift to a to a halt right behind him. Nice. Yeah, I, I flank him as well on his right side. Great. And everybody knows the flanking rules. <laughs> Just advantage, so it doesn't really do anything because we already have it. Well, I get nine twice. <laughs> so uh, uh, Jacques wildly swings, uh, but it looks like the longsword is quite a bit heavier than Jacques uh, is used to. A fighter he is not. Well, that is about what I anticipated from one-eyed Jacques. <laughs> like I was always... Uh, My death like perception also, is off. Where, where are you? Step up. Step up, man. <laughs> uh, like I was also wearing a bracer, uh, and as you take a swing at him, he just deflects it. Right off of his bracer. Oh, is he? (laughs) 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 Yikes. All right. Uh, Speaking of which, Prospector Pete, you are up next. Oh, is it? Yep. (laughs) I wonder what he's going to (laughs) do. Prospector Pete, since this guy has been so difficult, he lifts up the the metal card that he used for his... uh, Firework expert. Okay. And he casts catapult. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, and I choose an object weighing one to five pounds and uh, I launch it straight at him. Okay. And would strike a creature, it must make a dex saving throw. What's the DC on that dex save? Uh, 15. All right. Well, he rolls a nine, so he is unsuccessful. So go ahead and yeah, roll damage for me. 17 damage. You hit him right in the armor with this thing and it just, it hits him flat. It just pushes him backwards a little bit and he goes, what in the hell? These are my credentials. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Yeah, he is not looking good, uh, but he is still up. And suddenly you hear a rustling in the bushes and a centaur bursts from the bushes. What? Oh my goodness. And he looks exactly, he is the spitting image of Sam Fargo. Stella. And Stella enters the initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so Stella is going to go ahead and just literally try and run over this elf. Um, so Chase, I'll need your help. All right, Stella front and centaur. <laughs> nice. <laughs> As a centaur, you actually have a charge move where if you move at least 30 feet towards a target and hit it with a melee weapon attack in the same turn, you can follow that attack with a bonus action, making nice. one attack against that target with your hooves. That is exactly what she does. Yeah. Seems a little cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to roll the attack first. She rolls an 18. Ooh, so that does. That's got to hit. Lycos AC. Absolutely. So Stella charges out of the bushes and in the 30 feet between the bushes in here, she just picks up speed and picks up speed and picks up speed. And she runs right between Sam and Pete. And she literally just clotheslines the guy poof, right to the ground. Oh my And she takes goodness. that extra centaur move and she takes her hooves and she puts them on either side uh, on his shoulders to hold him down. And she goes, give, just give. 
And Lyco goes, okay, okay. He, he's so close to death that he, he gives and he goes, oh, okay, I'm, t- I, I give, I give Mer- mercy, uncle, wh- wh- whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I'm, I want you to I'm say out. Sam Fargo right Sam, now. You say Sam Fargo. I don't know what that means, but Sam Fargo. That's another person that isn't me that I've heard of some other time. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. Actually, that's another person that isn't me. Um, good, good catch. <laughs> so what are you going to do with this guy? Kill him. No, God. <laughs> Dude, he's going to tell. There's no Probably way. Probably just put like, him in the bushes. And what, he's not going to tell Nathaniels later. You know, we got to. No, that's what I'm saying. I think you're right. Listen, son, what's your name again? You tell us again. Please don't what's kill your me. name? Please don't. Get, it's Lyco. I have a family. I've been alive for 400 years. You can't just kill me now. Oh, please. that seems like long enough. It I'm is. just kidding. Yeah. No. no. Listen. Please, no. Listen. I, the I'll do anything. For I'll do anything. Lyco, what do you need? Yes. I've got an idea for you. Yeah. You go home right now. Anything. And you never, ever, ever come back here. You never speak of what happened here. Ooh, and if you yeah. do... And I flash my sheriff's badge. And if you do, the law is coming to get you. Okay. Okay. Anything. Anything. I'm out. I'm out. But also, before you go, I'm just wondering if you could confirm something for us. Do you happen to know the password to the vault? Just out of curiosity. Why would... I'm the gatekeeper. Yeah, Why would all I know? Right, never mind. Okay. Just yeah. Checking. Sorry. Lyco, if you're lying to me right now, you are going to get some more hooves to lying. your face. I literally, I, nope. I'm not lying. I promise. All right. Uh, you can roll insight. I don't want to. You run out of here. You forget our faces and you never come back again. You understand me? I don't even know who you are. Get out of here. Go, go, I'm go, out. go. And he go. turns heel and he oi, sprints. Oi, oi. Wait, hold on a second. No, Pete. I, you just no. told me to leave. Pete, no. Get I'm out of just, here. I was leaving. We're going in. I, I need my card back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me that card that's in your breastplate. <laughs> uh, he pulls it out and expertly, as if it was a playing card, he flings it right at you and lands at your feet. That. <laughs> I know catapult too. <laughs> I catch it. I roll a deck saving throw of 16. Great. Great. You catch it. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Well, okay. Sam, I don't mean to call into question your morality, but you stab that orc without a second thought and let the elf run free. Maybe I'd benefit from it, but... uh, I agree. I'm not so sure. You've uh, shown your true colors, Sam. And I'm not sure I like the shade. The orc didn't beg for its life. If the orc had begged for its life, maybe we'd be in a different position. All right. Well, either way, I think we best get moving. I think it's time to go. Yeah, I think we're about halfway through the episode right now. (laughs) Oh, boy. Welcome in, partner. Glad you're here with us for this final episode of this mini arc. I really hope you enjoyed it. I know I had a lot of fun putting it together and going through it with uh, my friends. It was great. But are you ready for Fistful of Destiny Season 3? I know I am. It's coming up. The best way to follow along with what is coming up in the podcast feed is to follow us on social media, especially Instagram and Facebook. You can find links to those in the episode description or, you know, just search Fistful of Destiny. Go do it now.
Thanks, as always, to our Acolyte-level supporters, Zateo. We will see everybody in two weeks with Season 3. Bye, y'all. Well, howdy, y'all. You're a fine-looking couple, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> we mind. We don't mind at all. Huh. Mixed messages. I like that in a partnership. Say, you look like a curious adventurous type. Am I right? <laughs> oh, we certainly have our adventures. When is the last time we took a trip past Skinny Silhouette Spaghetti and Saloon? I swear you'd live there if they'd let you. Oh, darling, that's not true, and you know that. Hmm. We went to your sister's just last week. She lives on the other side of town. That is not a trip. Well, but it is past the Skinnies. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... We are not going again. Well, excuse me for intruding, but I think I have just a solution for you. We'll be and be. If you take a gander just behind me, you'll see a whole fleet of carriages. They're just perfect for travel and luxury and comfort. Mm -hmm. The best part is they're not just great for a ride. They're also fully outfitted with all manner of modern comforts for the nights. You mean they're made for sleeping in? Oh, that's exactly right. Mm. I won't have to pitch a tent and wrangle fire together to keep all them beasties away? (laughs) Well, you can pitch a tent if you want. Yes, sir. Let me show you. I've partnered with local artisans to craft the most comfortable mobile domiciles known to man and woman alike. You just pull this little guy. Oh, my oh, goodness. Pull this little fella. Lord in heaven. Oh, my gosh. Like, Doug. Well, I never. Is that supposed to happen? And voila. It's the size of a mansion. So as you fine folk can see, this model comes equipped with an onboard and heating mechanism. There's Ooh. an ice box to keep your food cold and a stovetop to warm it up. There's a love seat here that pulls out in the coziest bed you've set your head upon. Mm. Well, that's something else. What's the cost of one of these? Oh, come on. <laughs> Extremely affordable, I assure you. Models range from 20 to 60 silver a night. Well, that's affordable. Oh, can we? Hold on, Della. What about the horses to pull them? Mm-hmm. I bet those cost extra, right? Oh, keen mind on this one. I have the finest fleet of Mustangs at my disposal, and they'll run you just 10 silvers a night. Come on, I've been telling you how badly I want to see that Oregon coast. Please, can we? Yes, can't you? Please? Wouldn't this be a special for you two? Okay, okay, okay. You know what? We'll do it. We'll make arrangements, and we'll head out tomorrow. You mean it? Oh, you mean it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course I mean it. You're the light of my life. I only want to make you happy. Oh, please. Sons, I heard that the skin has opened up a new location over in the Oregon coast. They got a new dish. Kipper Cacciatore. The only meal might try to eat you back. If that's <laughs> Ooh, what it boy. takes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, uh, I'm overjoyed. But yes, darling, for the two of us. Just for the two of you. Oh, I'm overjoyed to help you two make your dreams come true. Now, let's just go sign some paperwork over here. By the way, I'm sure I mentioned there's an additional deposit of 100 silver that will, of course, be returned upon your own return. <laughs> oh, and the cleaning fee of 70 silver pieces. Well, that's for your benefit. Thank you for choosing Wheel B&B, the home that's wherever you are. As you enter the estate, these massively tall gates swing open and you find yourself looking up this long dirt road. You see about 100 yards up 
the estate grounds is the actual estate itself. It's this big, massive house. The house itself is a large, square, white building uh, with a wraparound porch on the front and the east side of the house. Large bay windows in the front and a beautiful, big, ornate red front door. To the southwest of the house, kind of near all where the whole party is taking place, there's a freestanding stage, usually probably used to put on shows and things like that. But right now, you can see a hustle and a bustle of little cute gnomes unloading and setting up what look like big, huge, magical fireworks that are basically the size of themselves. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what we have in my rickshaw. Oh, well, that's we, great. Well, we would have had... If we remembered to put them <laughs> right. in. Right. So we are headed, we're headed straight to the the wraparound deck. We want to get right underneath the upper deck so that we can position ourselves for a uh, loot drop, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to be on the southeast side of the house. Southeast yep. side. Yeah. That's well, the exactly east what side. I said. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the east. Yeah. That's what I said. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can see, basically, you know that on the upper floor, uh, there's a window that you know goes into the study. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is directly below that is the wraparound deck, uh, which has a roof of its own. So if you were to walk out of the study door, you'd be on the roof of that deck. Right. And we want to yeah. be like right there, right below it. Yeah. I want to park my rickshaw there. Cool. All right. And it's um, a convertible rickshaw. So I just go ahead and recline that top. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Sounds good. Um, there's a party going on and a bunch of people are milling about. So nobody stops you. Uh, you, you make your way in and you make your way up. Um, you can see basically at this point, you're between that beautiful garden and the house. And so you're able to nestle up your rickshaw kind of between some bushes and the deck. Um, and you have no problem. You get it there, you get it parked and everybody just kind of assumes that, uh, you're there with a delivery or whatever. And, and you needed a place to put it. And then I hit my little key fob and it goes, boop, boop. <laughs> nice. That's great. I put out some safety cones. <laughs> some safety cones. Beautiful. Love it. All right, Pete. I think this is about time for you to start setting up your uh your pulley system and I'll be here to distract any passersby. Well, you got it. Meanwhile, uh Nelly Joe, Jacques, and Stella, uh, where are you gonna go to? So you need to make it to the door on the east side of the house, uh, which you know is guarded by an orc. Uh, between you and there is the the garden, uh, the big, beautiful landscaped garden. Jacques, what do you say we take a leisurely stroll while Stella gets a little ahead of us here and uh, takes care of that there guard? So I believe the plan should be if we get any resistance from the guard, act like we're impatient uh, to see something inside the manor. Perhaps it will make the guards feel uncomfortable, like they're embarrassing their boss. Stella suddenly looks nervous, um, and she she turns to you and she goes, I, oh, okay, here's the thing. I love improv. Um, I'm bad at it. I'm not good at it. Oh, I Stella. I'm so sorry. I... What should I do? Who should I who should I look like? I'm not sure. Stella. Please help me. I don't know Nellie's what to do. Nellie's going to grab Stella's shoulders okay. for a gentle shake. <gasps> Stella, <sighs> Breath. you've been doing this for so long, darling. You are a pro. There's a reason we asked you. There's so many actors in this here little tiny town right now. <laughs> and we chose you because we know you are the best there is. 
Okay. Wouldn't rather had anyone else. Okay. Nellie Joe, I haven't told you this yet, but I I love you. Thank you. Oh. Stella, I love you too. She's gonna I'm plant so, one right on her. I'm so glad. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now go do this, baby. <laughs> The three of you walk up the garden path. You make your way past the fountain and you can see there is a path that leads all the way up to this side door. Um, it's lined in, in beautiful landscaped bushes and Nellie Joe, you and Jock kind of hang back a little bit in one of the bushes so that you're able to see what happens. And Stella stays with you for a moment and looks up at the house. She sees up on the wraparound porch. There is the side door that you expected to be there. And standing in front of it is an orc that looks exactly like the orc from down. Ooh, that's species, huh? An orc that looks a <laughs> lot like the orc from down at the front gate wearing the servant's outfit. Um, and this guy's wearing some some nice, nice bling on his uh, on his fingers. Um, oh, God. You're beginning- Pete's coming out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're beginning to think that these servants are probably paid pretty well. Um, so she sees this orc and she, she studies the orc for a second and she looks and she looks and you all look away for a second. And the next thing you know, you look back and that orc guard, or at least a facsimile of him. Is that how you say that word? Facsimile? Facsimile, sort of. that's right. <laughs> or at least a facsimile of him is standing right next to you. Um, and Stella says, well, uh, wish me luck. You got this. She walks up to the door. The orc looks flabbergasted. The orc <laughs> is not expecting to see his twin all of a sudden walking up to him. Um, but orcs are stupid. And so he doesn't... Specious. He doesn't, he doesn't immediately think... He doesn't immediately know exactly what's going on. And, and he's more confused than anything else. And you can't hear what they're saying from here because the DM doesn't want to talk to himself. But you can oh, see no way, dude. You, no, no, you can no. see you can see a back and forth between the two. They both sound the same anyway. Um, and you can see the orc, uh, the Stella orc trying to convince the other orc to to come with her. Um, and so she's gonna try and roll a persuasion check uh, against the orc. I have never been more disappointed in my <laughs> entire life. <laughs> Nelly turns to Jacques and says, Oh Lord, I hope she has this. <laughs> Get ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stella rolls a nine plus two, which is an 11. Mm. And the orc is going to roll insight. The orc does have plus four for insight. Uh, oh let's actually choose something else. Sorry. Not <laughs> insight. Not New insight. plan. Light of hands. Any animal handling. Natural one. Oh, perfect. Uh, so Ow. <laughs> you got very lucky there. Nice job. Um, so the orc kind of, you can, you can see them talking to each other and you can see Stella trying to like gesture him down around to the side. Uh, and he, he, he shakes his head and then he kind of shuffles and then he goes and, and follows Stella. So the door is now unguarded. Let's go, go, go. We don't know when they'll be back. Jock's hand goes out in front of Nellie Joe and says, hold your horses. Just one second. The whole reason why we brought her is so she could disarm the alarm. Now she has just walked the guard away. And now it is up to us to get into the house without triggering the alarm. Suddenly from behind you, you hear, you're talking about me like I'm not standing right next to you. Oh my goodness, Stella. We did well, forget. Uh, <laughs> not to be too hard on you. You did a great job, but. No, oh, thank you. 
there is I the problem. I felt like my improv wasn't quite good, but I feel like his stupidity was even worse. You did well, wonderfully. Our audience isn't the best way to can't. But no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so what's next? I'm having great fun. All right, Stella. This is perhaps your most important performance. You will walk in and you will pretend like you have accidentally set off the alarm and you are to lead whoever comes away. Mm. Oh. Joe and I will go upstairs. If it comes to blows, holler and we will rush to your aid. And I look over at Nellie Joe and give her a wink. Assuredly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice. It will not come to blows. My man. But we'll be there for you. Okay. A woman of unbridled optimism. Before you know it, you look at Stella and all of a sudden there is a man standing there and he is wearing a tuxedo. Uh, he's a big fat man. He's got a <laughs> mustache that just sticks straight out. Just think Dr. Robotnik. Um, and he's standing there. I was. I was. Yes. All right. <laughs> Imagery. And he says, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to go now. Does that oh, sound like you him? Have you met Nathaniels? <laughs> he sounds exactly like that. Oh, <laughs> the jowls and the, oh, I'm Incredible. so Well, well, but uh, if you're ready, we can go into my house and head on upstairs. She reaches out and she grabs the door handle. And unless you're going to stop her, she's going to open the door. No. Great. Let's do it. She puts her hand on the door, turns the handle and opens the door. And not unexpectedly, you start hearing a ding, 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 ding. And she walks in the door and looks around and she finds herself as Nathaniel's in a library. Um, and there's one person standing here. It is just a servant and he's standing by the front uh, where the stairs are. So he's mm, probably 50 feet away. And he, he looks startled. He hears the alarm and he goes, oh, Mr. Nathaniel's, I... I thought you were out front. I immediately and, walk in and try to grab Nelly Joe to come in. So, Mr. Nathaniels, you're going to show us your whiskey? Of, of course, uh, uh, my whiskey. She starts stumbling a little <laughs> bit to, to try and sell the, the drunkenly walking through the door. And she goes, hey, my whiskey. Oh, oh, no need to be alarmed, sir. No need to be alarmed. It's just, I <laughs> just came in the wrong door. I'm sorry. Did we make that sound? Oh, my. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Could you turn that off? Yeah, sir. Could you please turn off the sound? Oh, I, made a, I just made a mistake. And Stella is going to roll performance against his insight. As a flourish of the hands, <laughs> I will try to distract, <laughs> also giving inspiration of a bardic nature. Are you okay. contact <laughs> juggling Great. in front of her? Like yeah. he's just moving little <laughs> balls around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she has a plus 10 to performance, which makes sense considering her, you know, job. Um, and she rolls. She's not going to need that bardic inspiration because she rolls a 27. Well, she can she hold can on hold to it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she can hold on to it. Maybe she'll need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so the servant says, oh, yes, of course, sir, of course. And walks up to the door, kind of pulls open a little a little latch uh, that's next to the door and just hits a button. Um, and the alarm stops. I make note um, of the latch and the button. Jacques will remember Great. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you find yourself in a 
pretty big library. It takes up a, a good portion of this house. And you are in the northeast corner of the house. You're in basically the top part of the library. There's like tons of bookshelves, obviously, because it's a library. And there's mm. a little seating area to the side in front of a fireplace. And I want you both to roll perception for me, unless you want to do any specific investigation. 18. Okay. 16. All right. Nelly, Joe, and Jacques, you both see directly across from you, you know that on the other side of the wall directly across from you is the pantry. And you notice that there's a slit in the wall. There's a little spot where the wallpaper doesn't quite meet up. Mm. And the wall itself is a little bit in from the rest of the wall. Trying to not be overheard, Nelly will say to Jacques, Jacques, do you remember... On the blueprint, that weird little space in the pantry. We didn't really talk much about it, but it's kind of <laughs> right where that weird little wall space is. Uh, what do you think about that? It could be important, but it's hard to tell. If you want to take a look, maybe we could saunter over there for a brief moment. I mean, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it is about five feet in front of you. Nellie's going to walk up and knock on it with her fist. Great. Uh, you knock on it with your fist and the, the wall itself kind of gives a little bit, like the whole wall just very slightly moves, um, but you don't get any any response. I'm going to pull out my dagger okay, and press up against there and see if I can push it through. Okay. Um, at the corner, like where the wall starts to go in. On the right side of the wall, you stick your dagger in and, and nothing happens. The dagger goes right in. Um, but Ooh. as you pull the dagger out, the wall itself slides to the left just a little bit. And you see all of a sudden there's a little opening. Is the servant still in the room? He is not. Oh, okay. He, he, he went back to his station at the, at the base of the stairs. That would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to stick my hand in the gap I made and try to push the door open. I'm going to stand tall in front uh, with my billowing cloak. So <laughs> yes. Return of the billowing cloak. <laughs> Is there a draft in here? <laughs> uh, great. You find out that it's just a pocket door. It's just a door that slides into the wall. It's ah. for the servants to use right between the library and the pantry. You walk in the pocket door and you find yourself in the pantry. It's a pretty big pantry. Um, and if you want to look around, you could roll investigation for me. 16. Jacques is also going to slide in and get an 11 on his investigation. Nelly Joe, you see in the corner to your left, there is a dumbwaiter. From here, going upstairs. Nelly will hop in the dumbwaiter. Can we hoist it from the inside? How do these things work? Uh, you cannot, but only one of you is going to fit in it anyway. Nelly Joe, you jump in and Jacques, there is a... Uh, pulley system. <laughs> Great. Uh, there's a pulley system. I would like to cannibalize it for use later. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to wait just a minute. Um, and you pull Nelly Joe up. Uh, Nelly Joe, if you stick your head out when you get up there, you can see it's the upper landing of the house and, and there's nobody around. It's just, it's just empty up there. Um, you jump out and you see there is a very similar pulley system from up here. So Ooh. if you want to send it down and pull Jacques up, you may. I surely do. I'll send it back down. And once it's reached the bottom, I'll uh, kind of knock in the chute. Maybe send him a little signal. Cool. Uh, I'll jump in. Nelly strains and hoists him on up. Beautiful. This gotcha. is a big dumbwaiter. 
<laughs> it can hold it can hold people. So you find yourself on the upper landing. You see four doors. Uh, you know because of the blueprints that the far left one goes into the daughter's bedroom. The one just to the right of that goes into the study and then the restroom and then the master bedroom. So uh, where are you going to go? I walk towards the study. So you're at the dumbwaiter and between you and the study is the daughter's bedroom door. And you can see that it is ajar. Uh, just a little bit, a few inches, and you can see candlelight flickering from in there. So if you're going to pass it, you're going to have to sneak past. Sneaky sneak. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. Go ahead and roll me stealth, both of you. 11. Ooh, 23. Boy. So Jacques, you make it pass just fine. Uh, Nelly Joe, as you're trying to pass, a little girl sticks her head out the door and she goes, oh, and who are you? Well, hello, darling. Uh, I'm just up here grabbing something for your daddy. So why don't you just go on back to bed, baby girl? Uh, he told me that nobody was allowed up here. Oh, I know. Let's keep this a little secret, hmm? hmm. Uh, Nella Jo's going to reach into her pocket and pull out a piece of candy. Okay. What? Okay, you are an adult asking a child to keep a secret and offering candy? <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm allowed it's not to do creepy. that. He's a gnome. <laughs> Gnomes are uh, cool. I'm shorter than she is. So. You are. Oh, <laughs> never mind. It's okay. If I did it, it'd be real different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad this turned out the way it did no, for that character. reason. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and roll persuasion for me. Nine. Oh, well, she rolls a 19. Um, oh, she does boy. not believe you. She takes the candy and then she says, nope, I'm going to go tell my dad. Jacques steps in. Okay. okay. And he, he steps in front of the girl and it's a very creepy thing because it's it's tall, dark Jacques just standing in front mm -hmm. and he With looks billowing cloak. He, yep. He <laughs> says, now, girl, you are too smart for oh. your own good. Jeez. Now, one day you will remember me and perhaps understand the intricacies of life. But right now you are to go back in your room and be quiet all night long and not a peep will be heard from you. Do you understand me? And I will cast suggestion to tell her to go to her room and go to bed. <laughs> cast, okay, great. Suggestion. Love it. Yep. Uh, the target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save that pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. Uh, the suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Uh, DC 15. <laughs> uh, she rolls a natural one. Oh, yeah, nice. it's about time. Yeah, it is. We no need kidding. garbage roll Drew back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to get him. Um, okay, so she she looks incredibly frightened and she goes, um, um, oh, okay, sir. Absolutely, sir. I'm not a, not a peep. And she turns around and heads back into her bedroom and she very, very gingerly closes the door behind her. Concentration and it lasts for up to eight hours. Okay. Great. Hell yes. Good night's rest. Before you enter the study, we are going to go back to Sam and Prospector Pete. Sam and Pete are down between the garden and the house, just kind of hanging out. And as they're hanging out, uh, they see all of a sudden... From the, the fountain side of the garden, uh, a couple approaches and they're walking kind of close together, huddled, and they're whispering to themselves, but you can hear, darling, we must return to the party. My dearest friend, Mr. Nathaniels, will be starting his speech soon, and I'm sure the fireworks show will be spectacular from the patio. And the other says, Alonzo, my love, 
I just want to spend this time with you in this beautiful garden. Look, look at this fountain. Have you ever seen anything so spectacular? And he sees both of you and he goes, oh, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Um, it's, it's very nice to meet you. Well, I don't believe we've actually met yet. My name is uh, Fargo Sam. Well, my name's Fargo <laughs> Samwell. Nice. It is very nice to meet you. What are you doing around these parts? This is sort of a firework doctor area. You know, I was about to ask you the exact same thing. Nobody is supposed to be over here next to the house. Well, that's pretty funny that you say that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to have to go tell my friend Nathaniels that there are loiterers next to his home. And he turns around and starts to walk away. Whoa, excuse me. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Now, excuse me, sirs, but we are merely here. We are firework experts and we are just making sure that everything is just tip top. Now, I am sorry that my horseman form seems to have offended you so oh, no no not no, at all I can that te- is not at all no no, I, can no te- I promise listen if there's one thing i understand it is speciesism i not at all no i am not i pr- i would never i would never you know no. what how about we go and see mr nathaniel's together and i can tell him about my side of the story and you can tell him about your little side of the story about me just be in here on the side of the house. Why don't you tell them about that problem that you had? Uh, roll intimidation or performance. Oh, no, please. Not at all. Um, I'm, I'm very, I'm very sorry. I do have to let him know that you're here and you tell him what you wish. That's a 16 to intimidation. But I, I suppose we could keep this between just the four of us, if uh, you did me a favor later. Uh, you said you're, you, are you a, a delivery person <laughs> for uh, people? You've got this rickshaw. It's quite nice. This isn't a rickshaw. This is a wagon for fireworks. Oh. Do you not listen to a word? I say? I'm sorry. Am I speaking another language to you? Am I just so different from you that you can't even understand the words that I'm saying. Look, I, I feel like we got off on the wrong hoof. I'm s- Whoa, Whoa, I didn't mean to say that. You I didn't can't mean to say, say that. that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I meant foot. I'm so sorry. I'll just, we'll just, we'll just leave you alone. And they turn around to walk away. No. Do you think, hold on. Yeah. Oh, What's geez. stopping me from going to see Mr. Nathaniels about you? Look, you can, you can tell him whatever you want. I, I'm, I apologize for my actions. Uh, and the other man says, I apologize for his actions. Uh, our actions. He does not speak for me. We are simply lovers. We are not even friends. <laughs> <laughs> More than lovers, less than friends. There. Yes. <laughs> well, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can accept that. I, I know a true apology when I hear one. Why don't you just go about your way and just leave us be? We're not doing anything wrong. We're just existing over here. We're just absolutely. doing our job that we were paid for. And absolutely. And I just noticed your jumpsuits. I appreciate <laughs> the hard working man. Absolutely. So we'll just uh, we'll let you leave leave you to it. 
Thank you very much, sirs. I hope you have a fantastic night. You like my jumpsuit? (laughs) I love your jumpsuit, Mr. Oh, that's okay. You can go now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, let's, darling, let's go enjoy the festivities. And the two of them turn and walk away. Back up on the landing, the two of you know the door to the study. Do you enter the study? Uh, I'd like to listen at the door first. Okay. See if it sounds like anyone's in there. Great. Uh, Roll perception for me. 16. Okay. You hear light classical music. Nothing else. All right. I'll go in. You walk in the study. It's uh, easy to get into. It's not locked or anything. And you see a large room. You've got one wall just completely full of books. You've got one wall with a large map on it and large windows on the other two walls. The classical music you're hearing comes from a gramophone in the corner of the room. Um, There are also two chairs and a coffee table sitting atop a large maroon rug and a a big, real fancy looking desk sits right in the middle of the room. And is there anything along the west wall of the study? Uh, Yeah, that's where all the bookshelves are. Bookshelves. The map is on the north wall and the other two are the windows. Well, Jacques, uh, according to those blueprints, it's somewhere behind this bookshelf. You reckon one of these is a false? Most likely. Look for something that, uh, well, doesn't belong. How about this book called Vault Entrance? No, <laughs> can I? Can That's I it. Quickly? How'd you know? You solved my puzzle. <laughs> can I? Uh, Quickly scan the books, maybe like run my hand, hand along them and see if any any like sections or areas feel false or... Uh, yeah, roll investigation for me. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lordy. Yeah, you, you don't find anything. Um, I know, you, a lot about You can about see books. that some of the books um, are more dusty than others, um, but you, you don't find anything otherwise. Well, you not see anything. Well, this section over here looks like it might have been perused more recently but they all seem to be real books Uh, do you see anything there's only one way to do this we cry them all (laughs) (laughs) doc starts grabbing all of the books as quick as he can ripping off the bottom shelves doing a sleight of hand check it's important that you throw everything in a pile because it's easier to sort through that way (laughs) it is 26 Uh, get you rolling a sleight of hand to try and do what exactly? As quick as I can, and mm-hmm. I shuffle cards for a little. Yeah. So as <laughs> okay. quick as I can, each book in turn, pulling it back, checking for. Uh, okay, for so a you're ball. not pulling it out; you're just pulling it back. Um, yeah, pulling it back. Yeah. Okay, you pull every single book back, and nothing happens. Well, that is not a good sign. <laughs> Can I feel down the sides of the bookshelves? Are there any little... The bookshelves are built into the wall and take up the entire wall. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Is there any, uh, anything along the side, like a knot or a a molding or of some sort? Um, no, but the gramophone sits in the southwest corner of the room near the bookshelves. Hmm. I'll investigate the gramophone. Okay. Roll investigation for me. 11. Okay, this is easy to find. Um, you see that the gramophone has a switch uh, that is labeled 1, 2, 3, and 4. It is currently on number 1, playing music. I'm worried if we take it off of the music someone might notice. Do you think, Jacques, you could passably sing this classical tune? 
<laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but but <laughs> what if it stops? <laughs> I say we give it a go. <laughs> I'm switching it to two. Well, I have a very nice yarding that I could uh, strum on for a moment. <laughs> I don't know. Do you strum on Beautiful. yardings? <laughs> I don't know what a yard is. Yes, you do. You do strum on yardings. A plucked instrument. I pull it out of the long billowing cloak (laughs) and 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 slowly pick, uh, start picking the uh, the the notes. All right, I'm going to switch the gramophone to two. Okay. Nothing happens. Three. Nothing happens. Four. Here's Wonderwall. Nothing happens. (laughs) Oh Lord. Okay, I'll put it back to one. Hmm. Can I also investigate the uh, gramophone? Yeah, absolutely. 21. You see that number three looks a little bit more worn down than the rest of them. All right, I'm going to put it on number three and I'm going to wait 10 seconds. I like to do a performance check to see if there's something different about the music. Okay. Mm, Not a great rule. (laughs) Uh, 13. What are you trying to perform? Your music? (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm trying to listen to the music that's playing to see if there's okay. a key, might be a mathematical like function that goes through it to know what what switches to put. So you can tell that when it is switched to number three, it sounds. Is it like when you get on the back of Yoshi? It goes. Yeah, it adds a little bit to the music. No, you can you can hear it sounds a little bit more hollow. Like the gramophone itself has kind of like opened up a little bit. Is the gramophone like attached to the wall? It's on a table next to the wall, right? Correct. Nelly Joe, see if there's a compartment somewhere inside. Something false on the side of the gramophone. I will do that. Feel around the sides of the gramophone. Is there any switch? How tall is this desk? Are you on your tippy toes? It's right at eye level. (laughs) The the switch and the gramophone are right at eye level. (laughs) Um, You don't find anything specific. You've looked this thing over top to bottom and... I walk over and I put my hand on the... where uh, As I play, I would like to see if it is the actual sound being hollow or if it is a larger room is now open and put my hand on where... I think the vault door is great. Uh, yeah. Roll investigation. 21. You're not hearing anything from the wall itself, um, but you can tell this hollowness is coming from inside the gramophone as if something in the gramophone has like opened up and is ready to accept something. Mm. I move over to the gramophone and then I look at Nelly Joe, give Nelly Joe a wink and say, <laughs> hedgehogs are cute. All of a hey. sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, the bookshelf, a part of the bookshelf sinks back into the wall and just like a pocket door slides into the wall. And suddenly you are in front of a vault. Um, the vault is very plain on the inside. It's made of a very uh, a shimmering, smooth, silvery substance. Um, there are shelves lining the wall. And if you want to make an investigation check for me, I can tell you what you find. I mm. surely do. 19 for me. Like okay. to make a slide of hand check. You can tell me what I find afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're just going to grab We're something? We're taking it all. Great. <laughs> cool. Uh, that's a 23. 
three. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so, Todd, Jacques, you find a small bag. You know what? I'm actually going to start with Nelly Joe. Nelly Joe, <laughs> you find a lockbox labeled contracts and you find four deputy badges. Ooh, All that's right. good. Jacques, you find a small bag of diamonds and a variety of jewel-encrusted trinkets. I don't see them, <laughs> <laughs> um, Before I tell you the last thing you find, I want you to roll an investigation again or perception uh, on the things that you have found. 13 investigation. They look like great jewel-encrusted trinkets. Nice job. The last thing you find is a map. And before you grab the map, you see it's got many markers drawn on it. Uh, The purple dots are labeled as drop points, green dots as TD mine, and the red lines say territory. You pick up the map and it immediately comes alive. Ooh. This map is a mimic. Mischief manage. Mischief manage. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately fangs erupt from the map and a mouth comes open and it goes, you dare touch me. You dare try and take me from my master, do you? And it attacks. Roll initiative. Oh, Lord. 15. 17. And just before we do that, I want to go back to Sam and Prospector Pete just for a minute. I want to hear what you guys are talking about. How are you How are you passing the time? Pete, do you have that pulley system set up yet? Yeah, you were working so fast with the cows, but now you seem to be working with the pace of, I don't know, perhaps a penguin. Well, you know that's not fair, Sam. I set up quite the pulley system. I think we're quite ready to go. It's looking good then. Oh, yeah. All right. What time do you got? My... My chronometer says, oh, shoot, this is a sundial and it's dark. I don't know what time it is. (laughs) Do you think it might be nine o'clock already? We better be ready for anything. Well, I think it's just about maybe 8.52. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's 8.52. Goodness, I hope they're not in any trouble up there. Hey, you think it's going so good that you should make some of those coins fought just to uh, give a little scare into them? Give them a little hustle? (laughs) Back up in the study, Jacques and Nelly, you're in the middle of this battle and the coins start farting. Uh, Nelly Joe, you're up first. Oh my goodness, whatever could that be? Uh, I am a little nervous about my revolver drawing attention, so I'm going to pull out my dagger. And I'm going to aim to cut this here map in half without doing too much damage. Okay, great. You want to cut it in half without doing too much damage. I don't want to tear it. I want a clean cut. (laughs) I'm sorry, Sam, are you here right now? (laughs) 21. Got him. That hits. Great. Roll Um, damage for me. Five damage. Um, Do you stab right like in the center of it? No, I'm trying to gently cut it in half. Okay, great. Oh, also... What does uh, that mean? <laughs> without tearing it. A slice, if it's a not clean, a tear. I'm trying to... Exactly. Try, it is a finesse weapon, which also, um, I presume, Jacques is right between us, right? 
Like, I mean, Jacques is also within five feet of the map. Yes, you're all right next to each other. So that means that I get to roll my d6s. Oh, <laughs> wowza. That is 15 extra damage. Holy cow. Okay. 20 damage to the map. Nice clean slice down the middle. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, yeah, you cut, you basically nearly headless nick this map. Um, <laughs> you slice almost all the way down and it is not looking good. Uh, both of its fangs are on either side of this slice and its mouth is sliced open and it goes, oh, what the hell are you doing? Like? <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and Jock, you're up next. Jock takes a very stern tone. You now listen here, you tattered old shopping list. Now we are here for you and we are going to take you. Now you better listen to us and you help us clean out this vault. Or ah. You're going to have another thing coming to you. I'm going to try to cast suggestion on the map. Okay. <laughs> Can you do that in the middle of combat though? Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. okay. It doesn't even get advantage. It's just if we do more damage to it, it breaks it. Oh, okay. yeah. It's great. <laughs> so make a wisdom saving throw uh, DC 15. The bad part about casting this on the map is that the spell will end on the daughter. Oh, no. Yeah. She's probably already asleep. Yeah. 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 Totally yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. That, that music was actually keeping her <laughs> docile. Oh, oh. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> She's a feral child. The right word. <laughs> um, She's what's like the a same? gremlin. <laughs> 15. 15. Oh, okay. He rolled a 13. So he goes, oh, oh my God. After it hit me another just, I can't, fine, fine, it's fine. Just take me where, I don't even actually care that much. <laughs> just a goddamn map. Now you do whatever you can and grab those jewels and get them out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a map. I can't really, you can roll me up. I just don't you know. You can roll say, yourself over there. You're right. And you've caused enough up. trouble. <laughs> Uh, he rolls himself up and out of nowhere a string appears and wraps itself around and ties it tight. And he goes Nelly's going to grab him and uh, go out to the study window and peer out and see if she can see Sam and Pete out there. Okay, great. Um, yeah, you look out the study window roll perception for me. <laughs> Five. <laughs> okay. Um, you look down and as far as you can tell the, the roof of the deck is hiding everything. You can't you can't quite tell if they're down there or not. I'm going to put the map down by the window and then go back in to grab more loot. All right. So, Jacques, you've got the small bag of diamonds. You've got the jewel-encrusted trinkets. Um, Nelly Joe, I want you to roll investigation on the trinkets as well now that you're all, all settled here. Fifteen? You did it. All right. You notice that one of the items is the exact letter opener that you stole and then gave back to Maddie Rose. Jacques, what what is that doing here? You recognize that letter opener? I do. How? I believe there's maybe something else going on. When we get back, I am skipping town. Also because I, <laughs> I exclaimed that you will remember this the day you were defeated by one-eyed jock and we let him go. Also, still skipping town. <laughs> <laughs> So mm -hmm. you've got the diamonds, the trinkets, and Nellie Joe, you've got the lockbox and the four deputies badges. The last thing that you see directly in the center of the room is about 50 vials of a shimmering dust. Uh, Nellie will grab the dust. Great. All right. Um, an alarm starts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. So how are you going to get this out and down to Sam and Pete? 
We're going to get it right over by the door. Okay. Or window. window. Okay. So do we have a way to disarm the window alarm or do we want to just go right at nine? I pull out a tall hat and I place <laughs> it on my head. It is has moons and stars all over it. Of classics. I will wait until the fireworks start going off and then I will <laughs> use firebolt against the wall next to the alarm. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Not trying to be subtle, huh? You did say you're going to skip town. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, as it is in real life, it is 9.01 PM. That could not have worked out more perfectly. <laughs> Whoa, it really yeah. is. And, and all of a sudden, uh, just as expected, you can look out the south window and you see fireworks start going off. You see the small ones start shooting up in the air. Shoo, shoo. Oh, Pete, it's time. Pete, it's time. It's happening. Get ready. Oh, boy. All right. Where's that loot? Come on. All right, Jacques. Go ahead and cast Firebolt directly right. against this wall. Uh, I am using a wizard's hat, so it's not a science. It's a little bit more of an art. Uh, but I did roll a high enough arcana check uh, to actually successfully cast the cantrip. Okay, great. Uh, my hit on the wall is 17. 17. All right. A small portion of the wall explodes. Just re- the middle of the window just shatters outwards. And Sam and Pete, you look up and you see glass coming directly at you. Oh, my blazing saddles. Whoa. Watch out, Pete. Hot damn, Sam. The window is blown out completely and parts of the wall are too. You you both can easily fit through it with your loot. Is, is that yeah. the sign, Sam? I think it must be the <laughs> sign, the sign. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, shop, Nelly, that you? Sure is. Be quiet, Sam. Shock, um. Nelly, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to shove the badges and map into my bag and then jump out onto that pulley system and start going down to you guys. All right. Sounds good. Oh, Pete, hurry up. Grab one of those ropes. We weren't holding them. She's just going to freak. Don't joke around like that. <laughs> Sam, my pulley systems are... Double checked and double precise. Oh, whoa, whoa. what's that loot you grab got it, there? Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jock, you going to head out too? Mm-hmm. And good timing. Uh, Stella comes up from behind you and she's like, All right, did we do it? Are we ready to go? We did it. Hop on in the rickshaw. Let's get out of here. All right. But now you got to get away. You notice that the guards, you see that there was two guards left and they are basically standing right in front of the house in the middle of the turnaround in front of the house uh, where all the carts can come, drop people off and everything like that. Um, You see the two roaming guards and you see a hellhound with them. And that is your direct exit out. All right. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to run as fast as I can and you all... You're going to do offense from behind and you're going to keep all of them away from us. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. I'm going to peek out the back with my revolver. Ooh. I'm going to cast Skyrite. Okay. <laughs> um, That's amazing. This Love is the it. first time this spell has ever been used twice in one campaign. <laughs> <Nathaniels>. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to make it say it's cake cutting time. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody likes cake. <laughs> Everyone um, to the patio. <laughs> yeah. Great. I am going to have you roll persuasion twice. Yes. One for each of these guard orcs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. First persuasion, 12. No. Second persuasion, 26. Okay, so the orc closest to you turns to the other and goes, oh, time for a cake. And the other one goes, we're still working. It's not, we can't just have cake. And the other one looks at him and goes, come on, man. It's time for, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing's going to, we got this guy here too. And he kind of nudges the hellhound who kind of nuzzles him a little bit. He goes, we're going to be just fine. So he's going to roll persuasion to try and get that other orc. <laughs> and the hellhound has to want the cake. Yeah, dude. Hellhounds love cake. I would like, how far are they away? Uh, probably about 30 feet away from you. I would like to give Bardic inspiration to the one rolling persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> the other okay, um, great. By using prestidigitation to make the smell of cake appear in the Ooh. air. Oh my goodness, that's too good. <laughs> too good. Uh, and Sue goes, go, can't you smell that? Can't you smell that cake? Just smells fantastic. And he rolls... He rolls a 17. He's not even going to need that yeah. bardic inspiration. Well, he'll have it for the that next cake. 10 minutes. You <laughs> <laughs> might need it. That, yeah, well, what if... Okay, yeah, great. So the two of them do abandon their post and they head over to the cake and your way all the way down is clear, at least as far as you can tell. Unfortunately, the gate is closed, but you see, you see the stampede coming. It's only a couple hundred feet away and by Perfect. the time you get to the gate, it'll be there. Yeah. Make hey, Sam, it's not canter, it's canter. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody you hold on to everything you've got pete you know how to mold earth do you not yep all right on the count of three we are gonna mold earth and we are gonna build us a little tony hawk ramp right over the gate <laughs> <That's> <laughs> who's tony good. hawk well you'll get, kick flip. you'll get there <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot I did not know how you're going to deal with that, but that is perfect. <laughs> All right. So Pete and I are both going to mold earth. Okay. Those are cantrips. It's going to make a big ramp. Yeah. And that just happens. Go ahead and roll athletics for me. Let's see how well you can handle this Tony Hawk jump. <laughs> well, uh -oh. I, I think it's like five feet or something. So like if I add on to it, it should be a 10 foot ramp. Yeah. Which is pretty good. That sounds good. Does that advantage? Yeah, so take advantage on that athletics check because, uh, it, yeah, it takes you a little bit further and a little bit closer to the top of the gate. Andrew? Yes. How does a natural 20 hit you? Oh! Does a t -t 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 20 That hits me <laughs> uh, fantastically. <laughs> so do you do a loop-de-loop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little upside down. <laughs> we, collect, <laughs> we collect skate in the air. Yes, <laughs> and a yeah, that's beautiful. So yeah, you suddenly in front of you, the the earth molds itself into this beautiful ramp, and you head all the way to the top of it. Do a Christ oh. air. Do a Christ air over the gate. One of you reaches down and taps the top of the gate on your way over. And yeah. as you land on the ground, boom, you are surrounded by a stampede. And the stampede and you take off down the road. You have successfully heisted the Nathaniels Woo! estate. Oh! 
All right. Yeah, we did it, y'all. Nice job, everybody. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> now that's a heist and a half. <laughs> You head back into town and you find the sheriff in the saloon. He's sitting there and he's drinking with Gallagher. Gallagher's drinking a smooth looking IPA from a can. The sheriff is drinking something called Rebel Rye. He sees you come in and he goes, oh, my goodness. You really did manage the heist of the century, didn't you? Oh, wow. Keep it down. Oh, well, no, nah, everybody in here knows what we're talking about. Don't you even worry. Listen, I'm the sheriff little. and I got you. You're talking about heists. Are you still just playing kidding. the sheriff? Oh, my goodness. I throw him his Sam badge back. Fargo. Well, thank you very much. Y'all at least make off with some loot. Little bit. Nothing too significant. No. Oh, well, I, I don't I don't believe you. Yeah. But that's okay. I got you. I got you. Well, I hope you made off with something real good. Y'all deserve it. Y'all did a real good job. I've been talking to people around town who I know you've been talking to. And I got to say, I, I appreciate everything you've done for me. Yeah, it really seems like we did your job for you, Sheriff. Oh well, that's yeah. I mean, you could you could call it that, I suppose. I, but you know, I I I made use of what I had available to me, and and that was you all, and y'all really pulled it off real nicely. I appreciate it. You're sure welcome. Well, thank you. Look, I I want to thank y'all one last time with a little something special. If you wouldn't mind just having a seat here at the table and holding on just a second. Are we not going to have to pay taxes anymore? <laughs> what are taxes? <laughs> oh, no. He is instantly suspicious. <laughs> well, you might be worried for a second, but he walks into the corner of the room where there's a little raised uh, stage. And oh, he picks up. yeah, dude. He picks up a guitar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drew has a real yarding right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yarding. Yeah. He looks out at the crowd and he goes, well, I'm I'm still learning how to play the guitar and uh, I'm not much of a singer, but uh, this one here is for y'all. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Pete. Hand there you go, those, Pete. Pete. Pete's ready to go. No more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the centaurs in the back. Rickshaw is attached. Handcuffs in the sack. Heading to make an attack. Sneaking up on orcs. Ready to use force. I've been in this station. You've been researching my source now. Nathaniel's was hiding something. Yeah. Yeah, he been bluffing. Nathaniel's was hiding something. Won't get away with nothing. You came up with a plan. Yeah, found just the right man. Yeah, put together a team. Then your plan began. Yeah, still your distraction. While you all took action, the fireworks went off. And you started the distraction Orcs where were patrolling But cattle started rolling Caused a big distraction And Sam you started strolling 
plan went almost smoothly You got a bit unruly But you rolled with the punches And you did your duty Nathaniel's was hiding something <laughs> Yeah, he been bluffing But he won't get away with nothing, nothing. Won't get away with nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse To the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more Skywrite Encore. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. I couldn't have been more surprised by that. <laughs> I'm really glad. That's great. Now, Grass, this is not the large payment we were promised. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all got your large payment. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. We see the vault, now completely empty. Aiden T. Nathaniel stands in the center of the room, absolutely aghast. He looks angry, but also nervous. What would become of me? It's all out in the open now. I, I don't even know how the rapscallions ripped me off. From the study, a woman walks into the vault. Oh, no. Don't worry, Aiden. We'll find him. That letter opener was a gift from my grandmother. Maddie Rose! 